Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Blair Bathory, and this is the Something Scary Podcast. Happy Halloween. We thought we'd drop you a special treat to get your Halloween started. As always, thank you for joining us. Whether it's your first time delving into the darkness, or if you are brave enough to make a return visit, welcome. Today, I'll be narrating alongside Jed Shepard, writer of Host, the scariest movie of all time. We tell his own story of what happens when you idolize someone a little too much and believe what you see on screen is real. Just remember, don't stop moving and never ever let the candle burn out. You sure you don't want to drink, honey? She purrs as she pours herself the second gin and tonic of the evening, her hands conspicuously shaking. I politely refuse, apologize for arriving so late, and take stock of the items on the camphorwood table. A single sheet of premium A4 paper, a Bic Biro black ink, a CVS safety pin, a long white candle, a Zippo lighter, and my Sony WM-D6C recorder, already whirring. If you're hungry, I've left a raspberry pie cooling in the kitchen. It's my absolute favorite, but I've already eaten. Thank you, Miss Joy. I confirm. She narrows her eyes at me, playfully, and there's that Hollywood smile. The kind of smile that helps rack up three 30 million plus opening weekends in a row. She really is the timeless beauty she's famed to be. Growing up, like a lot of people my age, I had Veronica Joy posters on my bedroom wall. I even had that corny limited edition Veronica doll. You know, the one that sells her catchphrase from Gorland. And now I'm here at her Mulholland Drive mansion, interviewing her for my first Rolling Stone feature on the anniversary of her most popular film. Is that the real axe from Tales of the Executioner? I say, pointing at the prop on the wall like the complete fanboy I've been trying so hard to hide. 
Oh God, and that's Steve Gutenberg's severed head from Slice, I add, positively vibrating. She giggles and takes a big sip of her Cambridge distillery gin. I wish I could tell my 10-year-old self that one day I'd be sitting opposite the star of our favourite movies. I wouldn't believe myself. Shall we get started then, honey? Ms. Joy, you've been out of the spotlight for many years. Your fans want to know why you disappeared at your peak. I count myself among them. What happened? You can call me Veronica, honey. She comforts. Really? Yes, sir. As long as I can call you whenever I like. She laughs to herself and takes another swig. I laugh too. She's infectious. You must have had lots of offers after... I hesitate. Her expression encourages me to stop dead in my tracks. Her eyes wide as plates now. Miss Joy, are you okay? Veronica. She whispers. The glowing red record indicator jars against the subdued lighting of the living room. The open fire laps at the darkness. The offers did come in, a lot of them. I tried, but my head wasn't right eye. She's distracted by something over my shoulder and I instinctively swivel. When I turn back, She's staring at her vintage watch with intent. I hear the whoosh of air from her sharp intake of breath. Veronica, we don't have to do this. We can stop. I can go home. No, it's about time I told my story. It might prevent people from... Prevent people from asking you why you stopped acting? No, prevent them from performing the ritual. You probably get this all the time, but The Flick Man was my favourite film growing up. I used to pester my mum every weekend to run it from Blockbuster. She let me because she said that image of you on the cover reminded her of the golden age actresses she grew up watching. Your mother is very sweet, but it's all airbrushed, honey. She looks at me solemnly and puts her hand on top of mine. You will tell the truth though, won't you? You'll tell people what you see, everything you hear. Veronica explains through tears that the rumors of problems on the set of The Flicker Man were true. They were all true. There were indeed some gruesome accidents. A producer was found ripped apart, his insides on the outside. They blamed a mountain lion, but I've never known a big cat to pick a state-of-the-art home security system and leave without a trace. The costume lady was discovered by neighbors, her eyes and tongue plucked out with surgical precision. She remained alive for three days, but there was no getting through to her to find out exactly what happened. The writer-director, an Italian auteur, Zetico Carabello, really did commit suicide days after the shooting wrapped. The story of him breaking into the studio offices to destroy the footage was also confirmed true by numerous sources. I need people to know the consequences. She stammers. I need them to know that he never stops. That this remake can't happen. You don't need me to tell you how to do this, right? She asks with hope. Right, I reassure. This ain't my first radio. This was my first radio. I'm a little scared, but with an equal level of excitement. She watches as I scrawl my name on the white paper and place it neatly on the table. I take the safety pin and prick my index finger. She winces. I press and hold until the droplet appears on the surface and I cigarette tap my blood into the paper. I take the Zippo, a crew gift from the Flickerman rat party, and light the candle which I place on top of the crimson stained paper. You don't mind me not taking part, do you? Of course not, I comfort. She smiles and lifts a towel from the bucket of water that's been by her side since my arrival. The towel's dripping wet and crystalline white. This is just like that bit in the movie. 
I never really knew the science behind it, but it didn't matter. It was cool. See you in a few hours. She announces misty-eyed as she places the wet towel over her head, steadily dripping water down her vintage Chanel dress. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Veronica, I mumble. She can't hear me now. Her body's static as if paused in time. A metaphysical barrier between time and space. I look up at one of the clocks in the room. Were there always this many clocks in here? It's almost midnight. As all fans of the Flickman know, this is the only time he can be summoned. Why you'd want to summon him is a question a lot of people have asked over the years. I've always thought that if you could prove the existence of the supernatural by performing one ritual, wouldn't you do it? Just to know for sure. I pick up the candle and look directly into the flame. I whisper his name, watching my breath buckle the fire, making it twist and jump. As the clock strikes midnight, I hold the fire to the corner of the paper. I watch as my name turns brown, then black, then disappears in smoke and black ash. I throw the smouldering corner, still in my hand, onto the floor and watch as it moves of its own volition, spinning and flickering like the candle in my other hand. I always cringe at the specificity of this ritual, seemed like shoddy writing from Carabello, but now everything seems so important. I feel the air in the room change, it's heavy like gravity glitched. I gradually turn, first seeing Veronica frozen in place with a wet towel over her head, looking much like the limited edition doll I cherished. And then, in my peripheral, I see an abominable figure. I twist fully now and see a man with his back to me, hunched over and standing directly in the middle of the room. He looks wrong, even from this distance. His edges are blurry and he starts to turn, warping the air around him. His terrifying visage flickers as if a couple of frames are missing from the 24. I have seconds to move. I open the living room door and look out into the house in front of me. I now understand why she lives here. It's big enough to walk around all night until it's safe to stop. I can last until the sanctuary of 3.30am, no problem. I once did a midnight marathon for charity when I was 18. I still have some of that muscle memory, I'm sure. I let out a sigh and almost blow out the candle, glimmering in my unsteady hand. 
It's then that I realise that I've left the Zippo on the table. There won't be a second chance at this. I take a final glance at Veronica, still and safe under the towel. The man in the middle of the room contorts to meet my gaze. I can barely focus as he takes his first ungodly step toward me. Flicker. 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 His eyes were too large, mine burning from the sulphur in the air. His movement alien. I follow the rules and start walking into the dark, the candle precarious in my clenched fist. I walk for an hour through flowery bedrooms with walk-in wardrobes, marble bathrooms and whatever a smoking room is. My hand perches above the candle flame, protecting it and my life. I feel comfort in the heat on my palm, but the opposite from the breath on the back of my neck the whole way, heavy and wet. I come across a bright lit hallway with framed movie posters on either side. An oversized classic film poster at the top of the hallway hangs with a tagline, don't stop moving and never ever let the candle burn out above a blood red logo. I've watched this movie dozens of times. I know the rules better than anyone. I just never thought I'd get the chance to test it for real. I'm smiling through the peril. This is what I wanted. I guard the flame with one hand and push the door open with my tired feet. My footsteps echo when the clock tick tocks. The kitchen airy and cold in the twilight. I sense him behind me and it's then I see my own breath in the air. I look at the large kitchen window, wide open with a beautiful looking pie sitting under it. His breath on my spine. The cool summer breeze blows raspberry notes across the room. My absolute favourite. This week's podcast stories were edited by Sarah Lukasiewicz, Janine Pipe, and Stephanie Strange. Narration by Blair Bathory and Stephanie Strange. Audio edited and mixed by Fitz Harris. Additional audio editing by Calvin Linderman. Art and graphics by Irma Richardson. Produced by Anna Villalobos. Executive produced by Gail Gilman. Music by Sapphire Sindalo and Calvin Linderman. If you have a story you'd like to submit, send me an email at somethingscary@snarl.com. Don't forget to watch the video version of Something Scary over at youtube.com snarled. And if you'd like to support the show and everything we do at Snarled, join our Patreon at patreon.com snarled. Until next time, my spooky friends, sweet screams. <laughs>
Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.